Hi, my name is Erica. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from approval of others. Hey, guys. I grew up in a Christian home, was saved when I was six, and had two parents who loved me well. Growing up, I believed that if something wasn't good or God-glorifying, you shouldn't share it. I felt like I had to appear put together because it seemed like everyone else around me was. This thinking officially welcomed in the lie I had to work for others' approval, leaving me thinking, would I ever be good enough? Freshman year of college, I was stripped away from my small private school of 15 years and thrown into a larger pond where I thought I had to make a name for myself. Slowly but surely, my first two years turned into an exhausting chase of everything that the world had to offer. I began finding my identity in guys, popularity, and my appearance. I was tiptoeing every line placed in front of me, becoming a master of the gray area, never going all the way, but always flirting with the sin. I was living a life I used to judge others for. But the scariest part, I was still proclaiming Jesus. I was a lukewarm Christian that Revelation 3.16 says God will spit out of his mouth. My actions in no way reflected what I claimed to believe. The summer before my junior year, I was at dinner with friends and got a strange text from my mom asking if I was okay, who I was with, and what I was doing. I would soon find out that my dad had suddenly passed away. I remember that moment so vividly, but not much after. I was speechless, couldn't breathe, and I fell to the ground as I began weeping in the front yard of my dorm, crying out for my dad who would never actually hear my voice again. God, how dare you, was a question I couldn't shake. But then Psalm 55:22 would come to mind. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. I knew this verse by memory, but struggled to live by it. I began turning to guys to cope and ended up giving more than I promised myself I ever would. I was mad at God in the world and just felt so numb. I couldn't feel anything outside of the temporary high I got from sexual sin and a drunken night I probably wouldn't remember the next morning. Pregnancy scares were the only thing that led me to cry out to the Lord, promising and bargaining with him that I would wait again for marriage if he would spare me this one time. God in his kindness protected me during my rebellion. Yet I continued to turn back to my own ways. I began to feel invincible like the consequences of sin could never touch me. I made it about me and not the Lord's grace, forgiveness, and overwhelming love for his children. I became so absorbed in this lifestyle that I no longer knew what conviction felt like. I only cared about my own wants and desires. During this time, I started dating a guy who became the first example of grace and compassion I'd really ever seen. He helped me realize my need for Christ and community. Yet I sought my approval in him and what he thought. I idolized him in our relationship much more than I ever focused on the Lord. I had a desperate need to be liked who, while also feeling paralyzed by insecurity. This caused me to become more isolated than I had ever been. This led to an eating disorder, deep depression, and suicidal thoughts. Things I used to love about myself, I hated. Yet I found some hope in the verse, John 10, 10. The thief comes only to kill and steal and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it to the full. When the relationship ended, it felt like my identity was gone. I was left feeling alone, shattered, empty, and unlovable. My whole life was planned around him, and I had no clue what to do next. But God did. The very next week, my community group met for the first time. Coincidence? Absolutely not. It was the Lord's grace and compassion on my life. This is when I realized my need for help. This is when I stepped into regeneration. 
My first night was honestly terrifying and completely out of my comfort zone. I heard the testimonies, I saw the joy on people's faces, but I thought, oh, good for you, but I don't think God will ever do the same in my life. I don't think I'll ever get there. Boy, was I wrong. Though I came every Monday night to groundwork, I did not want to be here. I was so closed off and would never share. I fully believe it was the Lord that brought me there and had me sitting in that seat every single week. A turning point in my region journey was inventory. Shocking, right? There's not much else in life quite as humbling as looking at charts that display so openly your sins and struggles, and then having to confess these things out loud and bring every bit and piece of it to light. Here's where I began to realize what I truly valued most, and it wasn't the Lord. I saw the root of all my issues and the sin patterns that would follow. I became discouraged and began to let myself believe that I was far too messed up. I would sit, pray, and think, now what? But God was kind to answer by bringing this verse to mind. Isaiah 55:11. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God is faithful to fulfill every promise that he claims he will. He will never leave or forsake us. But that wasn't the end to the story because then came step eight, forgiveness. It was like hearing the gospel for the first time all over again. How could a perfect and sinless God see my entire inventory and still love, forgive, and choose me? Sending Jesus to die on the cross would have been more than enough, but he continues to give me blessings that I don't deserve every day. During the step is when I truly started to taste and see that the Lord is good. Here is when I said, Lord, take my life. It is yours. I don't want my own way that leads to heartache and destruction, but I want your peace and purpose. Since then, my love for God grows deeper every day. Though I wish I could say life has been easy and perfect since I completed Regen, it hasn't. I still struggle with seeking approval in others, insecurities, and finding my worth and identity in things other than Christ. But I can confidently say now that I know how to fight these struggles. I know how to turn back to truth and make God the immediate focus and center of my life. When those thoughts do begin to arise, I immediately fight them with scripture and confess it to community. I don't have to isolate myself anymore, and I can be fully known and fully loved. For everyone sitting in this room tonight, I am overjoyed you're here. Region was the resource the Lord used to help me find life, joy, and meaning. Stick with it, and he will do the same for you. When you find yourself stuck in the mindset of that could never be me, I'll never be changed or healed, remember this. We serve a big God who is in the business of changing and making people new. But let me say this, the enemy puts up a good fight. He can make you believe many things about yourself like you're worthless, nobody cares, and make you question if you serve a purpose. But God says you are loved, you are worthy, and I want to use you for my glory. Though sometimes in order to help you find recovery, the Lord has to strip you clean of every distraction in your life, keeping you from him because he has better. He is better. Are you here for the first time and feel caught in the same cycle and continuously wanting more? I've been there and I promise you God can satisfy. If you're waiting for a step group or fighting through inventory, I urge you to keep going. What God has in store for you cannot measure to what you see now. If you're getting ready to commence soon, congratulations. Don't forget to keep pursuing the Lord and abiding with him daily. His rescue mission in your life is not finished after step 12. It will continue until the day he calls us home. Keep running the race marked before you, and he will be with you every step of the way. 
My name is Erica. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from approval of others. To God be all the glory.